Welcome to the Member Engagement Show with Higher Logic, the podcast for association professionals looking to boost retention, gain new members, and deepen member involvement. Throughout our show, we'll bring on some experts, talk shop about engagement, and you'll walk away with strategies proven to transform your organization. I'm Heather McNair. I'm Alex Mastriani, and we're happy you're here. Hi, everyone. If you've been listening to the show regularly, you may have heard the first couple sessions in our What's Next for Association webinar series. This time, we're sharing our third and final session, a topic that's filled with practical tips, how to do more with your technology. We've got a couple guests today, two customers, Andy Henderson, the Marketing and Communications Manager at the Association of School Business Officials International, and Katie Kamer, Senior Manager of Growth and Expansion from Healthcare Business Women's Association. They're joining Beth Errett, who you've heard here many times before. She's our association strategist here at HireLogic. They shared their favorite tech tools, why they like them, and tips for how to use them to increase productivity. If you'd like to check out the slides, that are mentioned during the webinar, you can find them in the episode's resources. Oh, and one last thing, in case you haven't signed up yet, our annual conference super forum is happening this month. It's free to register and we've dropped the link that you need in the episode resources, or you can always head to higherlogic.com to find out where to sign up. You'll get tons of practical content just like this to help you accelerate member engagement. All right, I think that's it. Turn it over to the presenters, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. My name is Beth Errett. I am an association strategist at Hydrologic. Um, but in my past life, I spent a lot of time in associations, including the last seven years at AAAE, American Association of Airport Executives. Um, thanks for joining us for the third and final, sadly, session in our What's Next for Associations webinar series. Uh, Annie Henderson, who spoke on session one, is rejoining us, thankfully, for the final sessions. Annie, for those joining us for the first time, can you just give us a quick intro? Absolutely. Um, I work with ASBO International as their marketing and communications manager. Uh, we are focused on supporting the individuals that are at the district office who manage budget for our schools and we support them through their professional development programs awards and i along with my small but mighty team help market anything and everything in relation to to that and i've been with them for two years now excellent then thanks again for joining us really appreciate it um and last but absolutely not least we have Katie Kammer here with us. Katie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am the Senior Manager of Growth and Expansion at the Healthcare Business Women's Association. Our mission is to further the advancement and impact of women in the business of healthcare. Um, I've been with the organization for um, almost eight years now and uh, currently lead the team that um, is, is managing our global expansion. So we, we have presence in the United States, Canada, and Europe, and we are expanding beyond to Asia Pacific, India, uh, throughout Canada. So we are really excited. Um, so excited to be here. Thanks, Beth. It's really excited to have you. Um, this uh, just in the pre-conversations that we've had, I, this is going to be fantastic. I'm really excited to get going. So, since I'm excited to get going, let's dive right in on how to do more with your tech. Um, so, let's talk first about um, an overview, kind of, of tech tools that associations should have in their toolbox. And I know I have a lot from my time working in association. Um, and it's just evolved and grown over the years. I know I've learned a lot more since I came over here and working with a lot of different people. Um, so Katie and Amy, I would love to know some more about the tools that you use in your data that are, are essential to what you do. So, um, sorry, a bug flying in my house. <laughs> um, so, you know, how to do more with less get, by getting your tech to work for you. Amy, Katie, um, let's share some examples. Let's talk about scheduling tools. So you probably, or you may know about Calendly already. It's a fantastic automated scheduling tool. Uh, it can be connected to your Google, Apple, Outlook calendars, uh, your meeting platforms like Zoom, GoToWebinar, Teams. And this year, this past year, we found a unique way to utilize this tool. Um, as almost everybody did when the pandemic started, we shifted all of our events from almost exclusively in person to 100% virtual. 
managing over 50 chapters virtual events was really challenging because because they were virtual um, the webinars were open to anyone in the entire association so we had people scheduling webinars at the same day and time topics and speakers were being duplicated so we found a way to utilize calendly to our benefit to kind of keep um, a calendar that worked well for everybody so to avoid over scheduling and managing over 600 webinars last year and we continue to use this tool now we implemented a we implemented a sign up through calendly to book an open date and time so taking it one step further one looks through the calendar um, on calendly and books their date and time um, that then is connected to Airtable, um, which is kind of a beefed up um, Excel um, uh, type software that we can embed the calendar direct resource center. So at any given point, it's up to the minute with what's going on, what webinars are scheduled, what dates, what topics, what speakers. Um, it's been invaluable to have this tool to, again, manage our over 600 events, our hundreds of volunteers, um, and it has been incredible. Cannot undersell the value of screen recording tools. There are so many on the market. Some I use multiple. Um, one is Loom. Um, they are all very similar. They all have very similar capabilities. Most of them you can uh, record not only your desktop or an open tab, but your webcam as well. Um, it is super helpful in customer service as you're replying to customers. If you don't have time to meet with somebody who's having trouble um, doing something on the website or a volunteer who's having trouble running a report, you can create a 30 second screen recording tool that walks them through the process. Um, and actually this, this tool has been incredibly helpful for us building out our volunteer resource center so we can more easily onboard our volunteers, walking them through processes of things. Um, all of these are free. They have free versions. They also have paid versions. Um, so we use Loom, Cloud App. Cloud App's really nice because it has one, uh, or it has the capability of creating a link. So if you're sending um, a screen recording to someone, you don't have to upload a file to the email. You can just send them the link. Um, and then the other one we use is Screencastify. I have them all saved as Chrome extensions so I can easily uh, record directly from my browser. I love the I love the way that those can be done as Chrome extensions. I have Loom and Vidyard. I think are the two I have on mine right now, and those are both incredibly helpful, especially when you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Here's how you do this. Right. Yeah, I can't describe that. Let me just walk you through it. <laughs> Instead of setting up, you know, a meeting that would be like not that long, maybe 15 minutes, you're still saving 15 minutes multiple times a day just shooting yeah. off a screen recording. Yeah, it's so helpful. So another really great useful tech tool to have in your back pocket, especially no matter what size of organization you are, video marketing platforms, when you want to engage with your audience, it's been proven year after year after year, probably for the last, let's just be honest, 10 years, that video is more captivating and garners that attention that you're looking to grab from your audience. So using a video marketing platform such as Animoto or Biteable is a great way for your organization to pull in your audience for any type of program, award, event, and they're so simple to use. If you just have like, maybe you have a stockpile of conference photos just hanging around on your work computer and you wanna pull them together into a captivating video, you can use these tools to do that for your next conference with the call to action of register today. Or maybe your organization has a program that is non-dues revenue focused and you want to build it up a bit a great way to introduce it to your audience is to pull in some b-roll stock b-roll even that you can capture with biteable and build a really captivating video to enhance a program that's maybe non-dues revenue based and this is has endless 
possibilities, whether it's still images, B-roll stock, anything like that. You can pull these in. There's music that you can overlay, and then you get a link. You can get the raw, the raw footage. You can upload it. You can save it for other uses. You can manipulate it later on. These are really great tools, and they both offer not-for-profit discounts. So always consider that as well too. These are really great, and you know just. Overall, these are very user-friendly platforms. I personally have used them both in um, in both associations that I have worked for, and they've been immensely helpful when driving home um, and delivering your deliverables on maybe your integrated marketing plan that you, you have. So video marketing platforms are truly an essential part of your tech toolbox as an organization. Um, so wholeheartedly agree. Um, we had Vimeo at uh, AAAE just because we wanted to be able to embed, we had a pro version of it, because um, we wanted to be able to embed the um, videos for online conferences and things like that in ways that you could only access them through our website, or domain, lock them down to a domain. And Vimeo, if you have it for that, also has a tool that just comes along with it that has all of this stock B-roll footage, stock stock images, stock music, um, all these different templates you can work from. And it was, I made so many commercials out of it, like really just quick hits. And mm -hmm. it was so, and so easy and so simple. We did our video birthday card to our, or not birthday card, uh, holiday card to um, our members using it as well, because we took, it was a, 10 year type thing and we took like we did like the last 10 years or something like that and we took photos from all of those that we had from conferences and stuff in the last 10 years just celebrating the decade it's like that too so it was really cool um there's just so much you can do with them if you if you dig into them and they're not that hard to use it's not like you're trying right. to respond yeah yeah not hard to use at all at all so um Let's talk a little bit of gra graphic design marketing platforms because there is a suggestion in here that is absolute brilliance. <laughs> I'm just going to say it now. Absolute brilliance about Canva. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, so. Oh, look, Annie's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not every association is big enough to have an in-house graphic designer. And while in our organization, we do, but when I look at the amount on her plate, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna try and take this on myself. So I created a free Canva account. I mean, when it comes to social media images, when it comes to even reporting uh, on graphs, if you if you have to report your um like a fulfillment report for partners strategic partners to like earn their dollars every year this is a great tool between canva and then PicMonkey as well but what i love about canva is that even in the free version you can add team members to your account and then you can share your creations with your team members and bonus outside individuals. So what Beth is referring to is we created social media cards for our speakers, whether they're doing an individual webinar for us at any point in the year, or if they're gonna be a speaker at our annual conference. So you can see in the slide, it says, I'm presenting at ACE, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we just had our graphic designer have take our mock-up of what we did. We pulled it into Canva. We inserted an element where you could just plop in your headshot. And all we had to do was just share that link with each presenter. And they can create a free account. They can just take it real fast. They can plop in their head, their headshot, download it, and then blast it off onto social media. And that takes the work out of you know, our hands. I mean, we have like 50 presenters. We can't do that for every single presenter. There's just not enough time in the day. So this is a really great way to 
do something real easy for them, send it off, and then leave it in their court to take on if they want to promote themselves presenting at your conference or giving a presentation like a webinar for your organization. Did you get a lot of you? Did you get a lot of them using it? A fair amount. Yeah, we did. We, um, you know, just who's ever more uh, social media savvy, definitely they were on it. Like this is great. I love it. <laughs> um, and we're you know using it throughout the year for other uh, webinars, uh, and, and it's really been well received. So it was time well spent. Good. What was that? Sorry. And Pick Monkey is similar to that as well. Um, they're they both have their own features that are really great. I actually um, really like Pick Monkey because they have more graphic design features like Photoshop does. So it takes a little bit more time to kind of understand how to use it. But otherwise, it's just a really great platform, and I've been using it probably for the last seven years. Oh, cool! I didn't even realize Pick Monkey had been around that long. I've only recently heard of it. Uh, Canva. Yeah. yeah, I love the the way that you kind of got the buy-in of your speakers, Annie, because we use a platform called Lucid Press. All of our volunteers have access to it. We've got our brand collateral. We've got, you know, brand photos. We've got our all of our formatting um, and they use it. But I think taking it one step further to to have the have speakers be able to manipulate things themselves. You're right; it takes the onus off of you. Um, the back and forth of like, oh, I don't. That's not the headshot I wanted. Um, let me send you an updated one. So anything like that. That's amazing. Yeah, well, we've all. Say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was having to say, oh, your picture's not big enough. Oh, this is the wrong size. Oh, it's right. too square. But you know, all of that's gone because they can see it for themselves right then and there and just fix it. That part. All that back and forth that it saves fantastic speaking yep. of collaboration and back and forth though um i think katie's going to talk about one of my favorite tools <laughs> i think annie's annie's going to start us off annie's going to start off yeah annie's going to start us off trello is my love affair i have to be quite frank about that <laughs> i absolutely love trello and the reason for it is because i need to keep everything that's happening super organized and trello does that for me and my entire organization as well so we have several boards on trello and then within those boards we have columns we have a marketing project board where we've got probably about 12 columns each person on the team has a column or we have a content build column a design in progress column, a design circulating column, and then a design complete column. And with each of these columns, you put individual cards that you build with all the information based off of the project. And you can assign who's responsible for what step in the project, who at what due date does it need to be completed by, and it helps to keep a project on track. So for example, we are currently in the midst of building marketing automation for one of our programs called MBA. And I built a card. I put all of the players on it. So that would be my supervisor, uh, my graphic designer, my digital counterpart, my digital marketing counterpart. And then I just built out, okay, here's the steps to our process. Annie's responsible for building the content doc. Uh, Annie's responsible for then building the email. Review goes to our copy editor. Review goes here. Uh, so we'll design over to Rochelle for banner design. And it helps streamline the process. So, so if anybody ever has a question, hey, where is this project? What's the status on it? All they have to do is jump into our marketing project board and see exactly where it is. It's been so helpful for us to use. And we have it for membership. We have it for our recognition programs. We have it for our partner program. We have it for anybody who wants to use it can use this platform. It's been so helpful. Um, we also use Monday.com, and we have ha found our uh, our corporate sponsor part uh, team loves Monday.com to keep track of deliverables for our partners. Remember I said that buy-in? 
Yeah, so it has a couple of extra features that Trello doesn't that really works for that team. So we do have two project management tools uh, in our organization, and it's truly just based off of how it's, what features it provides, how we use it for project, who has access to it, and it's just been such a great help for, for us overall to keep us effective and efficient. Monday is, I love Monday the way you love Trello. I actually used to be a huge Trello, loved Trello, and I sort of fell out of it, and then Monday sort of fell into my lap, and I am such a huge fan of Monday. It, oh, oh my gosh, it, it can do so much. It, like being able to track, you can track all kinds of stuff. At AAAE, we tracked all of the graphic design projects, all of the marketing projects, everything. We had our forms, like so if you wanted a graphic design project, you filled out the form because it's inside Monday. It filled out the put things in there and then we were able to track where it was, put all of the drafts in there and talk back and forth. So say the graphic designer was out and I had to jump in. I could jump in, everything was right there. I could follow it, just pick right back up where she left off, um, take care of everything. It was, oh my gosh, it's, and we use it here too. And I, I just absolutely adore Monday. Yeah. Sorry, Katie, go ahead. <laughs> going to say HireLogic introduced me to Monday because we use it for our strategic services packages, um, our strategic services um, account, I guess. And it's so easy to use between organizations. So obviously HireLogic set it up for us, but we have full capabilities to be able to go in and see what's going on on both ends, make updates. Um, it's been a game changer for our strategic services for sure. Yeah, and that's one of the other great things about it too, is that you can bring in guest accounts Yes. And they can do the only things they can't do are add a person or create a new board. Everything else is available to them. Um, and you don't have to pay for guest accounts. So like if you're working a lot with other organizations, you're working with, say you're managing external vendors, you're managing external graphic designers, um, external um, copywriters, things like that, you can bring them all in. And when we update it, when we update upgraded IMS, no, it was when we switched, we switched hosts which is a big undertaking, even if you're not changing your database. Um, we used Monday and we had like four or five external vendors involved in this. So and they were all on the board and we had everything on there, who was supposed to do what. And it would, it just helped so much because there's so many moving parts and something like that. It's so much easier than like back and forth in emails and trying to use an Excel spreadsheet. And the integrations for Monday are amazing. Like it integrates with Teams. So right. we, I, have it right there i'm in teams all day every day and i don't even have to go outside of teams to be able to access monday it's amazing yeah and they um I, i'm on a big rss feed kick right now as anybody who knows me will tell you and they have a lot of rss integrations too so you can input output based on rss which is really cool um it does allow it to even things that it wouldn't normally integrate with it allows it to integrate with which is kind of cool and that's um, too because it can go if i get an email in my outlook like hey annie can you start this project sure i have an extension for trello on my outlook and i just hit create card and it creates the card i put in the information i need and bam there it is i love it nice now i'm gonna have to see if they have that for monday <laughs> yes, right monday suggestion if they don't if they don't have it beth that's a good product suggestion well, if they have it for teams you would think they would have it for outlook yeah you would think they have to, right? I mean, that's a pretty basic one. Uh, sorry, we could be literally, you could see, we could be here all day just talking about project management tools because we love them because they're so helpful. Um, and because we all work on so much. How many webinars last year? How many did you say? 600. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How was your head is still in one piece and not exploded? Because I was not the one putting on the webinars. It's our fantastic volunteers at our chapters. It wasn't me okay. doing the actual work. Um, but they are the ones who, who really more webinars, more events than we've ever had before. That's awesome. Um, yeah. do you think, so is that continued this year somewhat with the. Yep, it has, because we're, we just started doing, um, in-person very, I think at the beginning of September and we only had a couple of events do that so far. Um, so yeah, it's continued this year. We continue to use Calendly to book, um, to book the slots and then Airtable to kind of help keep it all situated and, and organized. Um, yeah, it's it's continued and I think it will. You know, as I mentioned, we kind of had been almost exclusively in-person events. 
And while 600 is a lot, and I don't think it's something that we will aspire to forever, um, we know that the power of, of webinars, of course, you reach bigger audiences than you can um, in person. So I think we'll continue to use the tools and, and just webinars in general to, to reach our members. Well, hey, if it's working, don't, yeah. don't, right, right? Don't, don't have to change yeah. it. Yeah. And it's also um, be because again, we've had like, you know, the, the topics, re repetitive topics, it's, it's just helped us be so much more focused on what we're offering. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Um, okay, so sorry, I'm going to move on. I could get distracted by that all day long. Um, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about um, the big part of what we're talking about today, believe it or not. Um, how much, how to do more with less by getting your tech to work for you. Um, I'm sure that um, everybody on here has some existing process and tools that are doing this for you in some way, shape or form. Um, but I know I'm personally constantly learning about new tools and new ways of using them. Um, Annie and Katie both have really great recent examples about this. Um, Katie, I know you have a, a really great story about HBA's volunteer program and how it's evolved. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So. In 2017, HBA had about 15 chapters and I'd say approximately 200 plus volunteers. Um, today, we have over 50 chapters and over 780 volunteers. I know that's a, a crazy, crazy growth. So before, before we kind of shifted to this new model of, uh, and, and for 50 chapters and, and almost 800 volunteers, our volunteer management was largely manual. Each chapter was responsible for manually tracking um, their volunteer, their roster, getting application for open board roles. We did that via PDF. Um, it was completely manual. HBA staff had to then upload to our AMS, uh, manually give access to reports and permissions, and it wasn't sustainable for growth. And I am, you know, being growth-minded, um, we knew something had to change, so we implemented HireLogic's volunteer module. Um, the biggest thing there is that um, it captures all of our volunteers, all of our applications in one system. And Beth, if you go to the next screen, we have um, just a couple of screenshots of how we capture our volunteer opportunities. So we have all of our opportunities listed in one place. Um, so volunteers can come see what's open for application. Um, it integrates with our AMS through Activity Sync. So once somebody has applied for and been approved for a particular role, it adds them to the website. It gives them access to communities. Um, so it's taken the burden off of both staff and volunteers to manage the application process, the permission process um, for the growth we've seen over the last couple of years. We now have volunteers continuing to manage their um, applications, but they do it in a much more, much less manual way. So no longer PDFs, it's all through um, the volunteer module in Higher Logic, and it has set us up for success in terms of growing even further. Um, because again, we we couldn't keep going the way that we were going. And did you find like the like everybody's? You haven't had a lot of trouble with like people like making their way through the technology or anything like that. It's been it's worked pretty well just across the board. Yeah, so I I kind of manage the back end piece of things, um, but the application process is relatively simple. You do have to be signed in, um, but in the application or in the on the opportunity page itself, we've just got a little note to apply. You take these steps, um, and it also has helped us track the rest of our volunteers. So while in 2017 we had. 200-ish volunteers in our system that we knew of. We knew there were so many other committee people working for the HBA, volunteering their time for the HBA, but we didn't know who they were, and there wasn't a way for us to recognize them without knowing who they were. Um, so it's allowed us to capture everybody from global board all the way down to chapter committee um, members, and it's it's worked relatively seamlessly, knock on wood, for the last couple of years, um, and we're continuing to use it. That's awesome. I mean, and it, volunteers are so integral yeah. um, that it's just it's it's critical to be able to get them signed up easily, but also to be able to track and recognize them um, and thank them for their work because you know who they are and what they did. 
episodes. And give them the tools they need to, to do their volunteer job. So I mentioned that it gives them access to uh, reports and communities and add them to the website. But also via automation role, it lets them know, hey, you've been approved for this role. Here's the link to our volunteer resource center. Bookmark this page. If you have any questions about your opportunity, here's the link to that opportunity. And that automation has saved us so much time and effort. I can't tell you how many replies I get back saying, you know, I'm so excited to be volunteering. Thanks for this resource. I'll bookmark it. And um, yeah, it's been great. Awesome. Um, so, um, Annie, I know that you have a conference coming up in 2022 and that there's some tech that's actually helping you out a lot too. Yeah, so we are going to be using, or we have been using the microsite here within the uh, community part of HireLogic. And we thought that this was just a better way to take advantage of what we already had access to instead of going to another platform paying additional fees and going through that that process so just using what we already have um save on your budget with that so our next conference in 2022 is our leadership forum con uh conference and it was very simple to set up um i was not the point person my counterpart uh digital coordinator was the um the point person and as he was running through it this was his first time using the back end to build the site he was like you know this is actually really seamless to do you just navigate to um site setup create new you go through all the basics of naming it uh giving it its own branding colors and then uploading pictures and then when it actually comes time to build pages uh he was really blown away with the options available to build each page so it, the sections of splitting it into a couple of different columns to the he counted which i was really impressed with him when he did that like he took the time to do that um <laughs> 130 WYSIWYGs or widgets, whatever you like to call them, uh, to put onto each page, which that is whatever you're trying to accomplish, be it an image, a calendar, um, uh, gosh, a directly linking to directories that you already have set up on your community, member directories, you can do all within this microsite feature and it's been so helpful for us as uh, an association to have this at our fingertips to use um, because we're right now managing our a conference you know our annual conference coming up and we needed something just more streamlined something a little bit easier to do because everyone's got 20 plates on sticks spinning in the air right now. And, and this was the answer to that conundrum. Um, and it's been really a, a great working process. Again, it um, almost common sense based building, which you know we all really like intuitive based, user-friendly interface, super easy. So if you have a conference coming up, whether it be in person or virtual and you have uh you have the community section this is this is a great option because it also has a bridge to your you know your am if you have imis we have it bridged to our imis account um for our ams so it works really great that way um members can look each other up easy registration so then it filters to each member's uh, profile that they were registered for this, they've been involved. So if we ever need to look back and like, okay, who attended? Who do we want to pull? Who do we want to follow up with? Um, because, you know, these are ways to create leads for other things in your association. Um, so just having that again, a part of your overall integrated plan, marketing plan, uh, this is just that answer to that question that we had about what are we gonna do? How are we gonna set up this conference? Yeah, we, love, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I love that you don't have to be a web designer to design these web pages. I mean, like they are truly drag and drop build and the number of widgets that you have options to, to drag and drop on your page are amazing. 
Yeah, right. That wasn't the case a while ago, <laughs> was it? You had to hire an mm -hmm. expert HTML coder to do this. And now anybody can do it. And that every association has all their, their people. You're wearing 17 different hats. You're doing all these different things. You have skill sets beyond belief. Now you can add this one to your list. Yep. And we use it for um, all of the HUD Connects. Like we use the registration in there and setting up like that. It makes it so easy. I can also go back and see um, how, like who's done any of the HUD Connects. There's like over 800 people have registered for those over time which is super cool just this year. And I can see all that because it's, and then it's all connected to, um, at least on the higher logic side where I'm in, in forums. So yeah. I can also put those people in. And if I want to send them an email saying, hey, how have you liked it? Piece of cake. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's super helpful to have that. Um, I've been playing with it for Super Forum, which is coming up. Super Forum yeah. coming up next month, October 19th through 21st, I believe, um, that I've been doing, a. Um, there's a hug community that's going to be take, be like where we're going to have all the recordings and discussions and stuff and it has um i basically pulling together a landing page where you've got like the most recent discussions and the most recent files and re recordings have been shared but then underneath it breaks it out because of the tags you want only the marketing automation stuff it's here you want only the um community stuff it's here and then it breaks it out by product and forms real magnet community vanilla so um it's super easy to do that because all i have to do is use tags and it's drop and drag just like you said super helpful um i do want to touch on one of my personal favorites just to being able to do more with less which is obviously automated campaigns i love campaigns campaigns are amazing you can get so much done um amy i know you're working on right now one right now yeah i think you were talking about yeah yeah so we're in the process of, we're using trello <laughs> and we're in the process of building the outline for our automated campaign for one of our programs we have um at asbo and then putting it you know putting it all down on paper writing it out and then once we do that and we have it all done and approved we're gonna take it into Informs and we're gonna build out our automated campaign to our, well, lukewarm to, to hot leads. Um, mm -hmm. them dump, right, dump them right into that automated campaign and just let them ride the wave all the way through to create that conversion. And, you know, again, this this program is a non-dues revenue part of our association and putting a little bit more time and effort into building that and using the automated campaign, taking a, a link, uh, putting it on our website so that anybody who visits that when they get Notice, you know, notice from a, their local newspaper, like, oh, this school district won the MBA award. Then another district, maybe their neighboring district, who sees it, can jump on over to our webpage, see that. Are you interested? Click here to learn more, and they can just put in their email, and then they're entered right into the campaign and create a conversion out of that. So, um, this tool is going to be essential to hit our strategic goals that we've set for ourselves as an association in 2022. And uh, maybe we were a little lofty. We are trying to get this all done before our annual conference in mid-October. <laughs> we're going to do it. We're 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 ready. We're, your Trello board will your Trello board will make it so right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't put a picture of it on here, but there's in addition to the campaigns, which you can connect to community. Um, community also has all of those automation rules too. Uh, Katie, have either of you taken advantage of the Katie? Have you used those? Is it, is yeah, we use them for a number of things. So we obviously have our automated emails when the member joins. Um, we also have kind of re-engagement campaigns throughout the community. So um, we have automation rules set up that looks to see when somebody last logged in, um, how many posts they've made in the past, um, how many discussions they've replied to, how many connections they have. If they haven't logged in in a while, we'll send them our email that says, we miss you. We want, we want, you know, how are you doing? Um, and it's, it seems like a personal touch and it is a personal touch because it's coming from me. Um, and I get so many responses back from people saying, 
thank you so much for checking in. Here's what's been going on in my life. Um, I'm I'm looking to get I'm looking or I'm hopeful or I'm I'm happy to be getting re-engaged with the HBA. I'm so glad you reached out. Um, those always make you feel really good because it 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 provides that personal touch without having to send you know hundreds of emails each month. Um, another way we we use those automation rules is um, getting people to, to fill out their profiles. So if somebody posts but they don't have a picture attached, so we use so many of the um, the kind of the suggested or the best practice automation rules in in um, in higher logic that have set us up for success. Again, I get so many people who respond to me saying, I didn't even know that I could have a picture or I didn't know I didn't have a picture. Thanks for letting me know. And um, I will upload one now. And we've gotten, our conversion rates are, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but our conversion rates are fantastic. So says Kristen. Um, but we, <laughs> we love, we love, that really does so much more for us. We're doing, we're doing more with less. We're able to touch all of these people without having to send all these individual emails. Yeah, absolutely. Just to add to that too, one part of the community, and Beth, you might remember this, we talked about it in one of the Hug Connect sessions that mm -hmm. we could identify exactly who downloaded a resource from the community. So if they downloaded a resource pertaining to the program that we are trying to rev up, well, we're just going to take that out and flop them in automation, like let it ride the wave again. So there is a lot of um, just connection that you can do that's possible within higher logic and automation that helps you reach your goals for your association. It might feel overwhelming all this information to just like, oh, wow, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. But just taking it one step at a time like if you just want to do one new feature in a month just okay i'm taking this month i'm going to learn how to do this i mean going to apply it because you still have to do all those crazy day-to-day -day things right i mean we still have to get everything done and that's just one thing that i adapted to learning about higher logic when i came on board and everything it was like are we using this tool to the best of its ability to everything we have access to and when i started learning like there's so much to do I here. Remember, I remember it's you emailing me and asking me that question. Yes. <laughs> I just took no, one month. Not let me show you. <laughs> and and kind of to the same point we made about the microsites, you don't have to be a guru for creating marketing campaigns in order to right. make this work. Right. It's yeah. built in and it's pretty dummy proof. Yeah, it's so easy to do. And then if you want to take it to the next level, you can do things like, you know, bring it into Informs or a Real Magnet and make a story level targeting or a dynamic content note to all of the people who haven't filled out their profile picture saying, hey, did you know over the community you can upload your profile picture in the top of your newsletter? Things like that. So you can go work crazy with it. But just even the basics are so helpful. Uh, and then if you add web tracking into it, that's a whole other level that we can't even get into right now. It, there's just so much more that you can add with that. That's all sure webinar all by itself. Um, okay, so let's see, we've got about 15 minutes less, left and we wanna have some time for Q&A. So let's talk um, really quickly about key considerations for vendor evaluations. Um, so no matter what tool you're using, um, you are you know, absolutely gonna need a vendor that's gonna support your association's needs. You know, Is this vendor familiar with your use cases as an association? Um, there's just so many questions that are essential to ask when you're starting out. Uh, so, Katie and Annie, so what are some of the key questions on your list to ask? I'd say you want to go first. <laughs> I'd say this isn't a question, but I say my my first piece of advice would be to shop around and compare. So you may have gotten a recommendation for a product vendor that your colleague at another association or you know just that you know uses. Um, and it works, it works well, it kind of checks all your boxes. I still recommend comparing products. Um, oftentimes there are multiple products on the market that fit your needs for obviously different price points and using the rest of these considerations will kind of help you to determine which is going to be the best for you. Um, so beyond the shop around and compare uh, model, I say ask for real life references. You want to know a 
about customers from their customers directly um, and specifically about specific functions of the product. So like what's their customer service like? What are the air existing integrations? Um, you want to hear from people who are actively using the product, maybe in a similar way that you are, um, to make sure that it'll, or that you would, uh, to make sure that, you know, it, it's going to work the way you think it will um, with these integrations. Yeah, and just to add to that too, um, the, like, the cost one, like, what, what are you buying into? How much does it cost? So, for example, um, Trello is based off of how many licenses you purchase for the platform, but they also have that guest account as well, where you don't pay for the guest, but you pay for everyone else who has that full access. I actually just recently re renewed back in July, I think, and I just like, you know, I just out of curiosity, um, how many of our folks are have a license and are they actively using it? And really, I got to notch us down probably about. $300 because some of our folks decided not to use it or they jumped over to monday.com and started using that. So I'm like, oh, okay, there, there's a saving. So that's a consideration is the additional fees. Um, always look into if they offer a not-for-profit discount, which many of them do. Animoto does, Canva does, uh, I think PicMonkey does as well, um, Biteable does. Um, and then as Katie mentioned with screen recordings, some of them are free. So, you know, that, that's also a big bonus. Um, and, and is it, you know, just overall really worth it and can your team access it as well? Like, do you have three people on your team who need to all access it? You know, see if you can add them and they can have their own login or if not share logins. Um, those are also also some other considerations when you're looking for vendors, platforms to incorporate into your arsenal of marketing tools. And, and additional fees could be like one-time implementation fees that you know you've got this this annual rate, but you haven't calculated into your budget any time any implementation fees. And I love your example of of users and saving money if you can uh, by knocking some users off your account if they're not actively using it. <laughs> um, another, yeah, another key consideration is who manages the setup and training. So are you expected to train yourself? Are you expected to train your team? Um, who does the initial kind of setup of the platform? Are you expected to do that as well? What kind of discovery goes into the setup? Um, we, you know, I think for a lot of um, platforms, a lot of vendors, you know, you're paying a significant rate. I think um, in many cases, vendors should be the ones doing the setup and doing the training. Um, that way it's not, um, you know, you're not, you're not teaching yourself and you're making sure that you're making the most of um, the platforms that you're paying for. Annie, you made a good point earlier that, um, you know, yeah, you're, you're just making the most of, of, of what you have, making sure that you know about all the tools that you have access to and, and how to use them. Exactly. So if you don't know everything that you have access to with higher logic and forms, real bagman, vanilla, take time <laughs> yeah, that. and look into all of it to know that you have it and how to use it. Because <laughs> you might not need to go somewhere else to get it and then pay extra when you didn't need to. Yeah, yeah so can I mean, answer all those questions, right, Beth? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh huh. I can answer most of them. Um, so, I like, uh, yeah, I could answer them like on an individual basis. I could go in and say, okay, yeah, you're using this, this, and this. You're not using this. Um, or I, I will sometimes talk people through goals and be like, okay, are you using X? No. Okay, well, you need to be using X because that will help you with that goal. Um, but we do have, we have, in addition to me, an entire like amazing, amazing um, strategy uh, team here at Higher Logic that can help you figure out if you're using the most of it, figure out if you're, you know, help you plot out how the best way is to ramp up to that. Because like we said, there's a lot you could do, oh, I could do this or this or this. Um, but they've worked with so many different customers on how to set this stuff up that they're, you know, very aware of the best ways to do those things. And um, I will stop with the plug now because that's not what this actually is. But um, <laughs> any, any good vendor should have 
people like that who can at least help and walk you through that. It's yeah. what I love about working with ASI on IMIS. It's what I love about working with Higher Logic when I was uh, in forms even before it was Higher Logic and then Higher Logic is that they have that strategy and they have the resources. Um, ASI, there's an external um, user group called NIOG. HUG is our own internal user group that we have all kinds of resources and weekly um, events and things like that to help just use the product. Any vendor that's gonna invest in you and making sure that you can use the product is I think a vendor worth taking the time to stick with. I agree. And I, I will um, take a minute to just toot HireLogic's horn because when I came on, um, the community was already implemented. I was not, I was on the team, but I wasn't the lead to implement the community. And so I was largely teaching myself the support staff, at, you know, the support at HB, at, at HireLogic.com um, email address. They probably all like, you'd like, oh, Katie sent another message. Like, who are we going to assign this to? We've got to send it to the news guy because we're done. Um, but that along with the support center at Higher Logic, which is so robust, there's so many tools, there are so many toolkits, um, anything that you can possibly think of. So making sure your vendor has something like that is so important because if you are teaching yourself, um, you, you want to be able to do so well and, and Higher Logic's done that. Well, and you want to make sure that the vendor has free training too. Um, I, know that, I know some that turn training into a cost center. It's like, wait, mm -hmm. I'm going to use all this money for the software and then you want me to pay you to teach me how to use what I've already given you the money to use. Wait, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Um, so yeah, I mean, making sure that they offer really good, robust free training, um, you know, whether live training, on-demand training, things like that, you know, options. Um, okay, so uh, really quick, I do want to mention once more that Superform is coming up October 19th through October, 20, October 21st. It is um, over 60, section, 60 sessions um, with a lot of, um, it's just jam-packed with a lot of stuff. And I'm sorry, it can't be in person. I've been in person several times. It's a lot of fun. Hopefully next year we'll be in person, but I did the um, virtual one last year and it was fantastic. So just block off those days on your calendar. It's all free. Um, a huge thank you to our panelists. Annie and Katie, thank you so much for your time.